Hey, Ernest Trackstar Sports, Jason Bordeaux here. So uh, I just did a, my very first ESPN fantasy football draft last night. It was half it was half auto draft, half me picking players. Uh, I think I picked all my important spots, and then the tail end of it was auto drafted. But I had uh, I had reservations of picking uh, McCaffrey from Carolina because this is rookie year, and uh, but I picked him because I didn't get Le'Veon Bell and a couple other guys I was trying to get got picked first. And uh, I did end up getting Tom Brady, so you know I feel comfortable even though that makes me throw up in my mouth just a little bit. But wh- what are your thoughts? Uh, I'd just love to know uh, Ernest and everybody else's thoughts in Trackstar Sports on picking a rookie in the NFL to be one of your lead people on your fantasy football team. Would love to get your opinion on that. Hey, Jason, how are you? This is Rick Sincere. Thank you so much for calling in, bro. Um, so here's, here's what I think about um, rookies and fantasy sports. Um, it really depends for you in this case if you're talking about um, a PPR or a standard league. So I always say um, if you're dealing with um, if you're dealing with uh, fantasy, make sure that you know your league rules. So your if your league rules um, are um, PPR and you get a, a points per, per reception, then absolutely, I think Christian McCaffrey will be a great addition um, to your team. Well, I think he'll be a good player on your team. I'm not going to say um, he's somebody who I go with um, as my number one running back. But he will be a solid contributor. Like, don't get me wrong. Later on in the year, he could actually give you some great um, dividends. Now, let's look at his case in particular. So for him in particular, you have um, Jonathan Stewart, who's ahead of him on the depth charts. And you also have slight competition with Curtis Samuel, um, who hasn't kind of made his debut yet um, this preseason. So... Christian McCaffrey, though, will be a great, um, he will be somebody who gets a lot of um, targets. He will get, get targets in the passing game because, you know, they, they'll use him um, in, in that kind of short to intermediate stuff. He'll also, if you saw him line up on, um, think of Saturday, if you saw him line up, he lined up in the slot um, as well as catching out of the backfield, as well as running the ball. And, and I think he'll be, you know, used a lot. The cool part about um, Christian McCaffrey, and it's not always cool, so you won't super love this, is that Jonathan Stewart has a really extensive injury history. And so, um, as a fan, that may not bode well, right? But as an owner of Christian McCaffrey, it's good. Because at some point, um, Jonathan Stewart, he normally takes at least about a three or four week absence during the season. In those, in those times, Christian McCaffrey will be the bell cow. Um, and he'll he'll show up for you, right? And if he does extremely well, then maybe they start to wean off um, of, of a Jonathan Stewart. It, it's no coincidence that it was extremely important for the Carolina Panthers um, this offseason to secure a great running back. And if Leonard Fournette would have dropped right there in that spot, it would have been Leonard Fournette, right? But they fell in love with Christian McCaffrey as well. And they're like, yo, we can use either one of these guys. What does that mean? They were looking for somebody um, to kind of give a great percentage of that offense too. And so having Christian McCaffrey in that spot may work out extremely well for you. It may work out really well. Um, I would supplement him by making sure that I have um, 
that I have a, another running back. So if you if you participate in another draft, make sure that you have some Belcon running backs. And I think he would be better not in that RB one um, situation because I think where you have him right now is as an RB one. And I think he does more. Uh, I think he'll do more for your team in a flex um, as opposed to an RB one or maybe even as an RB two in a PPR. Um, but I would I would. Next time, I will make sure that I, I get in on getting some um, some better running backs a, a lot earlier. Um, in this case, if you're looking for um, some other possibilities um, as, as, as a running back, and maybe some people, it depends on how many people are in your league, then maybe some people are on your waiver wire. I would love to know who's on your waiver wire. Um, just kind of look at your waiver wire. I'd love to know who's there. Um, and then from there, we can kind of discuss who you should be picking up um, or who you should target. So look for running backs on your waiver wire. Um, this year, there's a ton of people out there. And so um, tell me who's out there on your waiver wire, man. And then from there, we can kind of um, start to figure out who you should target. All right. Anyway, man, love um, love that you called in. And uh, talk to you later. Hey, Ernest, uh, appreciate the feedback. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to do a fantasy football position summary. So just talk about what all the different positions are, uh, their importance, and some tips on fantasy football in general. Because I did one draft last night where I got Christian McCaffrey, and um, but I don't really know. Like, a, I mean, you don't have to give me your strategy, but just some basic things that other people may also not really realize with fantasy football. Because I have a feeling I'm not the only person who listens who isn't somewhat of a vet or has hasn't you know really had a whole lot of experience. So I think that would be good for everybody, uh, you or anybody else there at the Trackstar Sports team. So anyway, I uh, hope to hear about that soon so I can prepare for my next draft. Anyway, man, thanks for the response. All right, hey, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Um, it is now about, eh, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. Uh, but anyway, we're definitely after the clips, and um, I'm going to answer a question that was posed to me earlier by Jason. Um, so, Jason, um, I'm going to give you just the positions. I'll just give you somewhat of a breakdown. It'll be kind of quick, but I'll give you a breakdown of every position um, in on most fantasy teams. So, I'll start off with the quarterback. So, on most fantasy teams, you you have one quarterback. Sometimes you will have two uh, if you're in a two QB league. Um, but generally, you have one quarterback. Some people normally select their quarterback a little bit later in the draft um, if there are a ton of quarterbacks out there who can get you a lot of production. So this year seems like one of those years. Um, there's Matt Ryan. Um, there's Ben Roethlisberger. Now that he has a full staff back, um, you have you know some sleeper picks. Well, actually, let's just get to Tom Brady's, right, Aaron Rodgers, and some sleeper picks like a Dak Prescott, some people like that. Um, Cam Newton coming back, Jameis Winston. Um, you just have a ton of people out there and maybe even Eli Manning in a year like this when he has so many weapons. And so because of that, some people may um, select their quarterbacks a lot later on in the draft. Um, me, sometimes I'm a QB first type of a guy. I want the absolute best quarterback on the market. But that's generally based on the scoring in our league. And so um, if you have um, a high scoring league and high quarterback scoring league, then sometimes I go there first because most of the time your quarterbacks will be your high scoring people. This has done well for me sometimes, but this has also burned me. Um, last year it burned me in a few different leagues. And so um, you have to be careful with when you select your quarterback because you can't get burned like that. Um, next thing is the RB1. Your RB1 is your best 
available running back. So the best running back on your team, um, you want to draft your RB1. Some people go with their first pick in the draft. Um, it really depends on what it looks like and where you are in the draft. But they're the running back that's going to get the most touches and possibly the most touchdowns. And so you want somebody who is extremely, extremely valuable to their team, somebody like a Le'Veon Bell, somebody like an Ezekiel Elliott, somebody like that, somebody who absolutely is necessary to their team. Um, Your RB2 is somebody like that as well. You know, they may not be as highly drafted. You may pick your RB2 um, right after, or maybe you pick it a few rounds later. But somebody like a Devontae Freeman, if he's not overly valued um, in your league, or, or somebody like that, somebody where... Um, you know that they are relied on as well for their team. They may not be as highly ranked as a lot of the other guys, but they are relied on a lot. So a Lamar Miller kind of comes to mind from Houston, um, and he's someone who can kind of serve as an RB2. If you have a chance to select back-to-back, -back, and there's a lot of great running backs on the board, um, picking two great running backs back-to-back -back would be great. Um, and RB1 uh, also sounds like a David Johnson as well. So let me let me just put that out there as well. I'm sorry. Um a wide receiver, one. So sometimes, uh, most of your leagues, you have RB1 and RB2. Um, and then you have um, a wide receiver, one and two, or either a wide receiver, one, two, and three. And so um, your your wide receiver, one, or your, um, yeah, your wide receiver, one, is the best receiver available. He's the most targeted receiver on the team. Think about somebody who is an alpha dog on that squad, like um, A.J. Green, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Evans, right? People who are bona fide stars and who who the, the team just cannot go without right um somebody who they're going to throw to a lot um your wide receiver two is a wide receiver who's pretty good but if it's in a ppr it's a wide receiver who's targeted a lot but they may not dominate you know, they may not dominate all the time, and but they're targeted a lot. So you think about a Julian Edelman um, in, in past years, or maybe even a um, Doug Baldwin, somebody like that. Your wide receiver three can be somewhat of a wild card, somebody who's really, really good. Like Tariq Hill was a wide receiver three, uh, wide receiver three for me last year. So you think about somebody who's pretty good, um, who's who has a lot of upside, right? But maybe you selected them later on in the draft, so it's kind of tough, right? Um, your tight end is another um, person, is another position who you have to somewhat feel and be cautious of. You want to select a really good tight end, but there's a lot of tight ends available um, this year, so you should be okay with that. Next thing is your flex, and you want somebody in your flex position. This is where you can sneak in a third running back, or if you have a ton of wide receivers where you sneak in another really good wide receiver like a, a Martavius Bryant or something, right? That's really um, that's a big deal as well. And then the last thing is your defense. Um, you want to make sure you have a really, really good defense, um, but, you know, you select those later on in the draft. All right. Bye. All right. So, um... I, I kind of wrapped up a little bit quickly last time. I wanted to just give you a few more um, things about the wide receiver three, the tight end position, the flex, and the defense. And so for your wide receiver three, like I said, it is a wild card, somebody with a lot of potential, a lot of upside. Um, you can think about somebody like a, a Taylor Gabriel, somebody who plays for the Falcons, um, a Willie Sneed in that situation. Um, somebody who is a wide receiver two for their team, but they're targeted a lot and they're valued highly. And so you want to think about somebody like that in your wild in your wide receiver three spot. If you're lucky um, and you're in a situation where you have a really, really shallow um, 
um, pool, right? And there's not a well, you have a deep pool, um, and a, and you're not, not competing against a lot of individuals. Then yes, you can you can load up at the wide receiver position and, and do really well there. And so you know I've seen years where somebody would have a Antonio Brown. Julio Jones and then a Doug Baldwin and they're really really doing well um, it's because their wide receivers are stacked and you can do that in a lot of um, leagues in a lot of 10 player leagues or 8 player leagues you can do stuff like that um, it's in the situations where um, you know you can kind of pull some surprises like think for instance a um, Michael Crabtree from Oakland right um, somebody who did extremely well last year or either Muhammad Sanu in your wide receiver three spot um, so some of those guys can actually show up well for you as, uh, as well so you can think about stuff like that for your tight ends like I said it's a pretty decent class of tight ends this year um, you know the, the normals are there your Gronkowski's are there um, definitely people like Jordan Reed, I'm in Washington. He's there. There's a few different individuals who can get you a lot of points. Um, there's some people, some, you know, old stars in new places like uh, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett is a um, tight end who's now playing for Aaron Rodgers. And so you can think about somebody like him. Um, there's a couple different people. Jack Doyle is somebody else who's in Indianapolis. He came out of nowhere last year, and he should be a, a valuable addition to his to any fan, fantasy roster this particular year. Um, the sleeper guys, some people say you're Kobe Fleeners, but think about the influx of talent at the tight end position coming in as rookies, right? You have um, uh, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram should be burning, burning through the seams coming in um play, he plays now for the giants so with them having odell beckham on the side um brandon marshall as well and then sterling shepherd um somebody like evan ingram could actually provide you with a lot somebody like oj howard who now plays for the tampa bay buccaneers is another guy who you can think about um adding as well you can get those guys those are rookies right but they're coming in in the latter rounds and you can think about them as well and since i'm talking to you you know greg olsen and you that's somebody who you can target as well and so think about things like that you want to think about a tight end who is um definitely valued by their team people like travis travis kelsey People who are valued by their team and who are targeted a lot. And you want to think about stuff like that for your tight end position. Outside of that, um, like I said, your flex position either goes um, one or two ways. It's either flex with a uh, running back, wide receiver, and a tight end. Or it's a flex that's more limited where you just have a running back and a wide receiver. In that spot, you just want to pick your best available individual. Somebody who you know has a really good matchup that particular week um some people do a defensive player an individual defensive player or idp um that's a somewhat of an option you know so you can either go there or not um if you're in the league that has the idp i always go with um cornerbacks or people who can return if you're getting return yards so that's a strategy I go with. But if you don't have IDPs, don't worry about it. Um, for defenses, what you want to do is you want to look right now in the preseason. Um, look at the first quarter of every game and see which defenses look great. Now, your Seattle's, um, your um, Patriots, they always look great. But great defenses right now, I'm thinking a couple are like the Falcons, the Vikings. Um, you want to think about teams like that and definitely your Cardinals. And you think about teams like that as teams who can emerge and, and do pretty well. They also have great, you know, pretty good, uh, decent kick returners as well. So you can think about defenses like that. You want to stay away from teams like the Saints. And you may even want to stay 
away from your Carolina Panthers this year because their cornerback situation is still up in the air. All right. Well, that's it, bro. Hopefully that helps. And I hope you go out and you kill your fantasy leagues, but not the ones that I'm in. <laughs> All right. If you have any more questions about fantasy football, feel free to ask Dr. Spack. I'm here. Talk to you later. Bye.